Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. everybody, welcome to episode 108, Simple Activities Can Create Mystical Experiences. In this episode, by the time you finish watching it or listening to it, you will become absolutely clear on how the things that you're already doing can in fact create huge shifts and transform your life. I hope everybody enjoys the show. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about Simple experiences can create mystical experiences. And what are mystical experiences? The way that we define them, it's deep insights, moments of absolute clarity, maybe moments to where you're speaking with your spirit guides or past loved ones or God, the universe, mystical experiences like that. Yes, and you feel really connected usually in those moments. So it's kind of funny because I feel like when we try to have mystical experiences, they normally don't happen. When we're sitting in a meditation focused on, I have to hear this message, it, it's not gonna work as well as if you're not expecting it. I think just gently opening up to the possibility of it happening can happen, but I also feel like it can happen in moments where we would least expect it. So we're gonna share some stories that have happened to us but we also want you to be interactive. So right as you're listening to this, if there's something that pops up right now that you're thinking of, share below, and we'll kind of share ours and something else might trigger inside of you as we go. So what else we're trying to say here too is, just to piggyback from what you were saying, is you don't have to go to a mountaintop and meditate at the top of a mountaintop for 30 days straight to experience something that we classify as mystical. You don't have to have a certain guru or be around a certain person or believe in uh, certain religious beliefs or do anything like that to have a mystical experience. And we're gonna share some of our experiences, mystical experiences with you. And with Lindsay and I, they, they happen most often with the simplest of activities. Yeah, and when you just mentioned that about going to a mountaintop, it's really funny because I just finished the book, um, 100 Simple Habits, and it's a, what was the title of his job? He's, he's he, was a, he was a master a of a Zen monk. garden. He was actually, yeah, he was a master of a Zen garden. And there's 100 pages in the book, and one of the things that he mentioned was back in the day, they would actually have to go to the top of the mountain to meditate. And what they recognized was sometimes you can't go to a top of a mountain to meditate to get insight and be alone. So what they started to do was create these Zen gardens. When people walked into the Zen garden, they would get lost in the garden and the architecture of the, of the garden and the idea of the person that put it together. And that was just as powerful as going to a mountain. Right, in the Zen garden, in that sense, it could be something different to you, something different to Lindsay, something different to me. Right. Um, in the Zen garden, like as you're describing that, I would love to go to one of his Zen gardens I because know. that would peak it for me. That would that'd be one of the things that that does it for me. Going to a mountaintop also would do it for me. So we're we're also not saying not to do any right. of these things. We're just saying, look, when you're cooking at home, if you're like me, you can have mystical experiences just from cooking. 
uh, homemade ramen noodles for your kids or uh, a smoothie for your wife in the morning <laughs> or whatever it is that you're chopping up in, in the kitchen. That's true. Should we go into one of the experiences and share that? So let's go. You share your experience. Okay, so I'm thinking of one that's just happened, so I'll share that one first. I have been trying to grow this plant for, I think it's been a year outside. I get so excited when I see flowers when I'm walking in nature. And there's these magenta flowers in Florida. Um, I'm gonna butcher the name, I don't even know the name. It begins with a B. Um, and there's two L's in there, but I'll have to look it up. Um, but they're beautiful. They have thorns on the outside and then they're bright, either purple or magenta. And they're in California. They might even be in Italy too. So they grow like a vine sometimes and I got them and I brought them home and they looked pretty to start because they already had the flowers on them, the petals, and then they just didn't grow back. And I had them placed in a pot one place and when I started to notice the roots were going into the ground and the pot was attached to, the roots were so down into the ground that the pot was stuck into the dirt. So I had to pull it out, pull it out of the pot because it was too crowded in there and when I was doing it I was like this better work like I will get any soil and look up and research how to do this and so I took it out of the pot and I thought well maybe it's too crowded in there maybe I'll add more water then I found out water can too much water can drown it out um, and it could actually cause it to rot so finally, after changing it out of the small pot that it was in and moving it, I realized it wasn't working. Then I decided intuitively I would walk by it. I would get frustrated at certain days and I kind of let go of the whole idea of it and something came to me. You know what? It would look so pretty climbing up the fence that's right here. I'm going to focus in on moving it and I'll plant it here. Well, right when I was about to give up with this plant and move it again, because you remember I was saying, should we move it in front of the tree? Do you remember that? Yeah, you said that several times. <laughs> <laughs> so before I gave up right on that edge, I decided to talk to the plant and love it and really looked closely in more detail. And I started to notice that the green leaves that were on it were turning to a light shade of pink. Like a, like a reddish pink magenta. It was so light, I almost could have missed it. And when that happened, I started to realize when I actually slowed down and paid attention to the details, even though I wasn't having faith in certain moments and not seeing that it was changing, it was literally changing before my eyes. I just needed to take a little extra time and a little extra care to really focus on what was happening and what was shifting with it. And when I saw that little glimmer of hope, I really stuck with it. And we would take our walks and we would come back and I would get excited and say, oh my gosh, there's another little pink shade coming in. And I stopped overwatering it, let it absorb the sun, was grateful for it, and started to recognize that it was actually working. And now we have beautiful magenta flowers on it and it's still growing. And that, process of patience and moving this plant for a year in different spots and and taking it out of the pot keeping it in the pot and getting frustrated and cutting it back and all these things that i was doing and pulling me into it and pulling other people into <laughs> it and getting frustrated with it 
actually was a learning experience for me and a complete transformation because there were moments where I was busy with other things and I wasn't really giving it the attention that it needed. And then when I wanted it to perform quickly, like, okay, you better show up and put flowers on the tree for me to see, it wasn't gonna work like that. And I think that we can do that in our life, our relationships, our business. There's so many ways where we can try to put things in a box or a small little porcelain pot and keep them there. And then when we decide that it's time for them to get out, we rush the process of it having the new environment and sometimes it just needs to adjust. So I think the process that I learned from this was have patience, have faith, be okay with maneuvering and, and moving things around, but also the most important thing was the right environment and really taking that in. So I've had all kinds of insights come over me as you were telling that story. And for the record, Lindsay's never told the story like that to me. <laughs> but like me being part of the story, I'm realizing, whoa, all of that did happen over like, what, a year span? <laughs> yes, or what was it? More than a year. So there's year. so many great insights inside of there. One of my insights that I received was, like you were saying, that's what we do with like our business or our relationships or anything that we're trying to manifest, like a mystical experience. It's like we're doing all of these things with the intention and coming from the space of trying to force a mystical experience to happen because I meditated on a mountaintop and I hung out with the Dalai Lama and I did all of these other things. I burnt sage around me, I did everything and nothing's happening. Well, mystical experiences, in my opinion, are always happening if we're open up to it. It's just there's different peaks and moments mm -hmm. to where it's like we realize them more. But what I'm realizing as you were talking about that is once you start to shift the space that you were coming from and you started to look for the growth that was actually happening right in front of your eyes and you started to come from the space of allowing that's when everything you realized was already here. It was right in front of me. I was just missing it completely. I wasn't even looking closely at it like I should have been. Like really taking my time and in allowing it to have that moment of grace and me be graceful about it. It was more of a frustration that came up. I love that story. So think about that. Share with us too if you've had any experiences like this with a flower alone and how it could apply so much knowledge and wisdom into your life as funny as it sounds but it's like wow it's amazing and i've seen lindsay's attitude change towards the plant like, she, like lindsay was saying i was mad at the plant <laughs> she before. was mad at the plant it's like a lot of us were mad at the, the relationship or we're mad that this didn't manifest when we wanted to do and we're mad and it's like sometimes we gotta just slow down and then like lindsay and i've been doing really the last couple weeks as right. we walk by this plant we're like sending it love and like whoa look at that pink flower look at that thing um blossoming and you know paying attention to that it totally the, the energy was totally different towards right. that plant and i got like a little trellis you know those things that it could grow up the little brown fence that it could grow up so now it's just being guided it's already being done but now it has something i don't really have to do much other than appreciate tend to it maintain it um, but then it's guided up on its own and another thing too 
Exactly. And another thing too, it'll guide up on its own. It'll keep growing on its own. You don't have to force it to, mm -hmm. to do anything. Just like all of you, you're going to keep growing. If you're, if you're watching this podcast episode, you're people that want to keep growing. You're doing the things. Just be patient with yourself and just allow it. And also recognize that it's not always going to be perfect on how we want it to be and how we think that a spiritual experience is. Uh, more times than not, it's going to look like what Lindsay's story was. It's going to look like frustration. It's going to look like pain. It's going to look like, whoa, this isn't working. So a few things that do it for me, um, the simple habits that allow mystical experiences to happen for me. And for one, let's be very clear. In order to allow a mystical experience to happen for anybody, the number one thing that you must have is an open mind and be open to receiving this because if you're watching this right now and you're thinking, oh, um, it's happening for Lindsay and Tony, so I could just go and plant a plant and it's going to happen for me. No, we're not telling you um, to do that. You have to figure out, maybe it will happen like that for you, but you have to figure out your own unique way, one. And number two, you have to have an open mind. You have to be open to something different happening in your life that has not maybe happened before. So a few things that do it for me, now that I'm in this space of open-mindedness, um, you know, a lot of you know my story after meeting Lindsay 10 years ago, I was already open to the quantum physics and all that, but then boom, I met Lindsay and past loved ones started coming to me. And then a few years later, I started to pay attention to spirit guides coming to me and um, all of these mystical experiences happened because I was open to it and because I started to attract and started to put myself in different environments to allow this to happen and all of the environments looking back they were it was just simple things it was like for the, for example so going on long walks that does it for me you know over the last three or four weeks i've been going on right after i wake up in the morning i immediately walk downstairs i make myself a cup of coffee uh, with red reishi mushroom in it so it's uh it's actually actually healthy coffee to where it balances out my body and i go for a walk and all of these different mystical experiences, spirit guides communicating with me, absolute clarity, all these deep insights, like literally- It's I've, usually at three in, or four in the morning. Right. That's for, important to note, because there's not a crowd of people around. Yes, so that's huge for me, and I think a lot of you are like that too, probably, especially mm -hmm. if you're an empath, someone who's highly sensitive. Um, being up at three, four, five o'clock in the morning around those times, even 2 a.m. I know you like to stay up to like 1 a.m. sometimes, mm -hmm. but those quiet times in the morning, that seems to be the environment that's best for me to allow these mystical experiences happen just from me walking. Um, here's another story that happened. This happened like two years ago, and I was walking. I was doing a simple habit of walking. You know, for me, I could bike ride and do it, I could rollerblade. If I'm moving, um, it's it's happening for me. So a couple years ago, I was walking and I was walking on the beach and I told you this story before. And all of a sudden, I started to feel um, you know like goosebumps and and spirit guides. And I knew a past loved one that was around me and nudging me. So I was paying attention as as I was walking. And then all of a sudden, I saw this little girl with a number three. I think it's either thirty three or the number three on the back of her shirt and that was very significant for the past loved one that was coming through in the moment. And I started to get goosebumps and I kept walking and my walk lasted about uh, 45 minutes, I, was, I would say. And all of a sudden, as all of this was happening, all of these spirit guides were coming through, all of these sensations were going through my body, all of this clarity was happening. 
um, I started to pay attention to the physical things more around me too. So I noticed there was a group of birds walking and it started out with uh, five birds walking in front of me. And this happened for 45 minutes straight, this story I'm telling you. So the birds, they were walking, five of them. Um, one of them walked away and then there was four birds uh, walking at that point. I look up in the sky three birds fly over my head. And this was maybe like a couple minutes later after these four birds kept walking. So that's five, four, three. And then I look back down maybe like a minute later and then the one bird leaves and there's two birds walking. Five, four, three, mm -hmm. two. And then I look back up and one bird flies over my head. And this all happens within like that little sequence of five, four, three, two, one happens probably in like a maybe 20 minute span or whatever. And as all of this is happening, I'm receiving all of these um, insights and clarity. And it's like the universe, my spirit guides and my past loved ones were um, having com like a comedy show with me, like playing with the birds and, and seeing that I was paying attention to that. And I was like, whoa, what is going on here? And all of this happened for me simply, you know, I know the ocean was right there and all that, but I was going for a walk. And I was allowing all of this to happen from that Wasn't space. Wasn't there a rainbow at the end of the oldest too? Yes, and I forgot about you that took part. You a picture of that rainbow. Yes, and then at the end of it, it was like there was a rainbow at the end of it. And there was a lot of other details inside of there that I could go on and on about. Um, and the rainbow part was a beautiful, it was like signifying that everything's going to be okay. and We're guiding you and just keep on taking your steps forward. Keep on believing in yourself. And we all need this guidance every single day i believe that mm -hmm. we all need to be um, in contact with spirit or the intangible yeah. realm in some form and that's the whole point of why we are making this podcast episode is to inspire all of you that you don't need to do 400 million steps and go to a top of a mountain and have the right gurus around you or even the right people around you if you're somebody who figures out a way to get to that space to where you're open to this, which all of you listening right now and watching this video, you are open to this. And then you just go and do the simple activities that causes you to go into that state of flow, that state of allowing, whether it's cooking or walking or planting or um, whatever it is, it doesn't matter what it is. Um, you can have this daily. This isn't something that comes twice in a whole lifetime it sounds like that and i believe that i was probably told that growing up and maybe some of you were to where it's like oh those kind of things right those don't happen to the average person and we're here to tell you uh all none of us are average we're all brilliant spiritual powerful beings walking on a rock in the middle of a universe don't forget that um this can happen to you every single day that's so true that is so true i'm laughing because of the way that you said it it's actually true and it, it reminds me of um was it will smith saying like there's metal objects flying through the sky like if that right happen, it's like then other things can happen and it's true we can't forget that and and it is one of those things when you have those moments you're like oh i want that again you know yes. you want that feeling again and it's usually when you least expect it that it comes up and it always comes up at the right time. But that, I remember when that happened and Tony was so excited to share it with me. Mm -hmm. He's like, you need to come on this walk. And at that <laughs> point, it was actually at the end of our retreat and I was so tired. I was like, yeah. I can't. Um, but I would never be able to get in that same space 
because when you're having that mystical experience, sometimes it is for yourself and you want to bring mm -hmm. other people with you in that moment, but you can't explain what's taking place because no. it's not just visuals, it's not just speaking, it's a feeling in your being. Right. So something took place in that moment and you could feel it. It was like he had this epiphany moment of this connectedness and I think that's what it comes with the mystical stuff. You feel connected again. You feel real connected, and you made a great point. And then you you could get addicted to that. So we look at other people, and and just to be clear, on this episode, pay attention to the space in all of our episodes. Really, pay don't really focus on a lot of the words because, like Lindsay said, we tried to describe to you these mystical experiences, but all of you know too, you can't really put words on it. But listen to the energy, feel the energy, feel the space that it's guiding you. Um, too. And then another thing is, like Lindsay was saying, you could become addicted to chasing that feeling and then to sharing it and, and proving it to people and, you know, doing all these different things to where we look at drug addicts to where, oh, they need to go in rehab. Well, this is just as, you know, in my opinion, this is just as bad. If you're addicted to anything, doing anything that's not serving you, it's, there's nothing worse or mm -hmm. Or better it's the same thing you're addicted and it's great to recognize that because we could get into the space where we think oh I'm addicted to those spiritual high what's wrong with that well the only thing that's wrong with that is it's gonna cause you from not having that epiphany mystical experience again because now you're trying to make it happen yeah, and now really you're trying to show it to where we're trying to tell you in this episode as best as we can that it's more something that you allow it to happen and also recognizing that every second of your life is powerful every second of your life it's mystical it's just like in a beautiful song when you hear the the, the music get louder you pay attention to that just because the music's louder in these um, peak moments it doesn't mean that that's more real than just us sitting here and feeling normal because a lot of people's normals is a mystical feeling and you don't know it because it's your normal mm-hmm it's true, and I think it is taking those times to be present to actually receive this kind of information. Because yes. when we we're both experiencing this, not saying you can't experience it with someone else at the same time, because that can happen. We've had moments where we're like, whoa, did you just feel that? Did mm -hmm. you experience or that? Or did you just see that? Yes. <laughs> so we've had those moments of that shared energy as a collective, but I think that having those moments a lot of the times are when you're alone doing things yeah. that you're able to be present. You're not distracted with 50 million people, you know? So it's taking time to have that time to do it. So like Tony said at the beginning of this episode, it could be in cooking. You're downstairs excited to be cooking for your spouse or maybe it's for yourself, but you're taking time to enjoy that moment of doing it. So there is a different kind of energy and it doesn't mean you're gonna have a mystical experience every time you cook, but you could have one moment where it transforms things in your life and you start to connect the dots. And the only way that we can experience this is if we're really, we're open for this to happen. And I think having this conversation is igniting something in each person to know that, oh, I can have that too. That could possibly come up for me. Because at some point in your life, you've had this experience, you may have missed it, um, but you've definitely had things that are right in front of your face and you could feel it within your soul if you take time to experience it. So anything else that we should share? I think leaving it on those two stories yeah. to kind of soak that in is important. Yeah, I would just say to leave them 
knowing that they could have this experience every day. Um, don't try to force it to happen. Just be open to it happening and just allow it. That's the best that I could say. Share with us. We want to hear your stories or any kind of things that you're going to do to just really take time to be present for yourself. Okay, guys. So we will talk to you next time. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.